Good morning. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend was restful. I mean, our weekend's restful. Hopefully there was pockets of rest for you, but I am sure it was full with your family doing all the things, showing your home some love, running kids all over the place. We're back at the hockey rink, which sounds crazy, uh, but feels really, really good. So I hope that as you begin your day and your fresh new week today, you know I love a good Monday. I really hope you're feeling clarity and purpose as you set out and get excited about what is ahead of you this week. So like you, real talk, life is so full. You know, my priorities are absolutely my family, our children, curating a home that feels really good, but showing up in the work that I do and that I love which is supporting women in the way that I feel God has called me to do, lights me up. But it's not easy balancing at all. So today, an honest and real chat about confessions of a work-from-home mom and entrepreneur. I think that as most things go in life, social media and what we see might kind of skew our vision of what this really looks and feel like. And what happens when we have unrealistic expectations? Well, we think something's wrong with us or that we are doing something wrong. So I am bringing all of the real life conversation and perspective to this today. And I just really hope that this validates your journey and breathes some fresh new life into what you're creating and how you're designing a life that you love. Welcome to the Thrive With Me podcast, a place for you to realign, reset, and pour into your growth and expansion. Are you ready to become a more present and happy mama and wife as you chase those dreams on your heart? Are you tired of feeling that overwhelm and burnout as you take care of your family, the home, and all the schedules? Does your health seem to go to the bottom of your priority list? Could you use an amazing community to challenge you and cheer you on as you build your legacy and impact? Well, my friend, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Natasha Bell, and this podcast is for the modern, ambitious woman ready to rise in health, community, and faith in her calling while having a lot of fun. I'm a small town girl, wife, mom of three, and multi-passionate entrepreneur that's on a mission to help you thrive in health, the community you surround yourself with, and to cheer you on as you step forward in confidence and align with your unique calling. All right, friend, let's get ready to thrive together. Welcome back. I am so grateful to have you here today. Happy Monday. Love a good Monday. Always, always. Before we get to today's podcast, just a friendly reminder about this Wednesday, the Lunchbox Lab and Fall Wellness for you and your family. I am really excited. This is going to be a Zoom call. So this is a virtual wellness session that you can take advantage of. We are going live on Wednesday, September 20th at one o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Zoom. With that being said, if you can't join live, that's all good. I'm going to record it. You can have the video or audio replay of this. But I think the timing of this is really, really, really impactful and important. If you could use just a little kick in the pants, (laughs) a little accountability, truly shift your mindset around lunchboxes, but it's so much more than lunchboxes. Um, I think the reason why this felt really good to host for you in this format 
I just really want to make sure that you're feeling confident and on track with how you build out balanced and nourished, nourishing lunches, but it's going to be fun. And you get to bring your questions, your challenges. We can kind of mastermind around fall wellness while shifting our mindset around why all this matters. I know that sometimes creating health for your family and making healthy meals and yes, the lunch boxes, you're just like, I roll. I'd really just like somebody else to do it for me. Um, and I'd like it to be convenient and I want it to be fast. Well, I think there's a way to still achieve that, but I'm going to give you some tips and tricks that I've learned along the way as a mom, but also as a holistic nutritionist and just kind of my perspective on it. So we're, we're really going to talk about lunches, but we're also just going to talk about building out a strong immune system in this season. So important trusting our bodies, our innate wisdom, some of my favorite ways to do that with our family. So if you would like to be a part of this, $33 is going to get you the workshop, the replay, checklist, guides, recipes, and everything else in between. So make sure to come over to Instagram, say I'm in, let me know. I will send you the link for the call and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's Wednesday at one o'clock. But for today's conversation, okay, It's called Confessions of a Work-From-Home Mama and Entrepreneur. So, oh my gosh, I have learned a lot over the last 12 years of being an entrepreneur. And really, I don't really know how to work from home without kids (laughs) because I started my, my blog and my nutrition coaching business when I was pregnant with our oldest daughter, who now she's turned 11. So this all, I don't really know any other way. Um, But what I will say is that I have been a part of a lot of brilliant communities. I have so many, I feel so grateful, but community is everything. And I just, I feel like I'm so grateful that over the last more than a decade, I have spent time with really unbelievable women who are entrepreneurs, freelancers, work from home, you know, professionals in in so many different industries. But what I find now that I am sitting, you know, around the table with even more of these women and and really kind of mentoring in that in that way is that I think that a lot of us, if you're somebody that's considering adding a, a side hustle or a new revenue stream for your family, if you are really wanting to design a life that feels really, really good, and you're looking to creating something, a product, a service, working from home, or maybe you work for a company and you're just working from home. I mean, we've all had a little crash course in that over the last few years when our kids were home and we were trying to do all the things. But I just think sometimes there's this skewed version or vision and expectation of what working from home looks like or what the life of an entrepreneur looks like. And I am a champion. I I champion this because I I 100% believe that you have experiences and you have spiritual giftings and there is a calling on who you are here to become. I don't think it's one purpose, so to speak, you know, when we talk about like finding your purpose. I think that there's so many different seasons within our life of being a wife and a mom and if an entrepreneur is that calling. But I will say being an entrepreneur is not for everyone. So maybe that's even one thing that we could kind of start with with this conversation. Like I will say this, I don't believe everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. And I think maybe years ago I might have said, oh, anyone can be an entrepreneur because 
I, I feel like I can see that, that gifting in, in each and every one of you. Like there, sometimes we're so close, or I'm stuttering. I feel like sometimes we're so close to our own gifts and the things that get us really excited that we think, oh, you know, so many other people are doing this or I could never do this. And I think I would have yelled from the rooftops maybe six, seven years ago, oh, anyone can do it. But I think now that I've have, had more longevity in my own journey and I've, you know, fail forward <laughs> a million times, um, I don't think it's for everyone. And so maybe this conversation is for those of you that are considering if working from home, being an entrepreneur is for you, or at least planting some seeds. I mean, this is a much deeper conversation than one short podcast, but I do feel like there's sometimes this this version that we think being an entrepreneur is or isn't. And I just, I'm really hoping to kind of breathe some life into what you're creating and hopefully validate some of the feelings that you have, because I didn't always have people in my circle who were you know, successful in entrepreneurship and able to to show me what it actually really looked like. And I really would would ask people those questions and and get myself in the room with people that were doing it so I could really understand how they got there. Um, but here's a few things that I really thought we could talk about today. Just confessions of how this is my my experience. I hope that some of this will land for you or or give you a little glimpse into what this might look and feel like. Um, but I just think having real conversations with real entrepreneurs, because I think sometimes the filter of life, um, not just business, not just health on social media can be a little out there, right? So, okay, number one, it is not always easy, but it is worth it. I mean, nothing in life, I believe, worth having is going to be easy. Um, you are going to come up across a lot of, you know, friction and um, challenges, beautiful, beautiful wins. Like, I mean, it's always worth it when you get to the other side. But if you think you're going to show up and it's going to be this smooth ride and you are seeing what other people are doing and you're like, oh, I can do this. Like, you need to understand the grit and perseverance that it actually requires, especially a fresh level when you work from home. You have young children. You're in a season of, you know, the fullness with your family. Like, it is not easy. So if you look at what other people are doing and thinking it's really glamorous and beautiful and there's parts of it that are, yes, yes, but... It's not easy managing schedules and working in these pockets and being productive and not just working in your business, but working on your business to drive that vision and your brand forward, whether it's a product or a service. It's not easy, but I am here to say it is 100% worth it if you have that realistic view of what you're creating and rooting into that mission of that. Uh, number two, let your goals be stronger than your excuses. There was actually an episode titled um, that, exactly that. It's actually episode 38 that you might want to go back to and reference as well. But I think, you know, something I've learned over the years is that being able to root into your your mission, um, I think sometimes having these goals, which maybe I think for a lot of them, obviously it's creating impact for our families, you know, being able to provide an income and, and give to our families. But coming from this center of, of serving other people, your mission needs to be so much bigger than, than your daily to-do list. Because inevitably when you have a family and you work from home, 
There's a lot of reasons and ways to procrastinate, to make excuses not to show up. Your kids are always needing you. Your partner needs you. The dog needs you. I mean, the housework, it's always there. And you're being pulled in a million different directions. So your goals and why you're doing it and why you're committed to to walking this vision needs to be so much stronger than all the excuses. (laughs) And yes, again, there's so many so much more we could even that's probably a podcast episode that I could even do a part two on but it's just like rooting into that mission every single time if I felt like I went off the beaten path it's because I somehow was getting detached from that in some way and it's easy to get in our own mind and feel like we're not doing enough but it's like recognizing that it really is a journey you know and it's not meant to be really really fast Um, Number three, your ability to limit distractions will fast track your success, in my opinion. We live in a world of distractions. I mean, come on, let's be serious. I mean, if you even looked at your screen time on our phones, how they're just so smart and can tell us like how many hours we're on our phone, that's kind of sobering into onto itself. Um, And so I feel like if you're someone that's very committed to your family and you have this calling on your heart to work from home or to create impact in this world, you need to be very, very clear and firm in your boundaries. And we learn this by doing, but your ability to limit distractions and getting pulled in a million different ways or spending, you know, ridiculous amounts of time in places that are not actually moving your mission and your vision forward that unto itself is such um, an important skill and ability to be able to recognize and be real with yourself because your time needs to be, when you work from home and you're an entrepreneur and you have kids and you have all of this going on around you, you need to be laser focused. Like when you get down to work, I don't care if it's a 15 minute block, a 20 minute you know, work block, time block, or three hours, your focus needs to be on the task at hand, not being pulled, you know, between tasks and being distracted. And believe me, I have done all of it and everything in between. And when you can be very laser focused and limit distractions and have those boundaries within yourself, one, I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to show our our children and our families because we all know that staring at your phone and being distracted by it is not cute. Like that is not a good look. And yes, maybe there are times to scroll and be inspired and use it as a tool and you get to be in control of that. But if you are really struggling (laughs) as a work from home mom or just feeling like you don't have enough time, there's never enough time. You know, like the stories that you're telling yourself, I have a really good feeling that if you could limit your distractions, you are really going to fast track your success because you are going to be able to then use that time and energy and freedom and brain power to actually move on the bigger items that you need to or the bigger projects and get stuff done. Okay, number four, priorities are everything. This is going to be another podcast episode because I think there has been as I just sat down and honestly, this was just such a quick list as I was writing out like, okay, work from home, mom, as an entrepreneur, (laughs) what are the things I would tell my younger self? You know, there are so many times I put my work above my family and that is 
me being very real. And honestly, it wasn't even something maybe I knew I was doing, but I was so motivated and inspired and excited, I think, which I had to get really real with to to prove my worth, you know, like to show people I could do it. Ugh, it makes me feel so gross even saying that out loud sometimes, but that is what it was, you know, and I feel like maybe we all have to have these seasons of that to show us that you're going to come up feeling empty every time because the the motivation behind it is not pure. <laughs> At least that's what I needed. And I wasn't doing it intentionally. I've always loved my family and always loved being a mom, but it actually, there was many seasons where it actually was an escape. I found going to work and having time away in front of my computer was way easier than being a mom. <laughs> I know, And I hope if you're a mom that you understand like the heart behind what I'm saying. And so I had a season, I've had multiple seasons of refinement where I really believe that God showed me what my priorities were. And it was very humbling and it was hard and things were ripped away from me because I think I was really just trying to define success the world's way. And I'm not here for that. So knowing what your priorities are when you are a work from home mom, usually our priorities, the whole reason we're doing it is for our family. It's to be available to our to our kids, to our partners, to help the flow, to be creative, to to help people, to you know, love our life, to design a life that you love. But it is hard if you don't have boundaries and you don't have a realistic view of what it is going to take that your priorities can shift. So I just want to, if this needs to be anchored back into your heart and your soul right now of what your priorities are, why you're doing this in the first place, go there, focus on this. And I had to be very, you know, oh gosh, like reminded of this over and over again when things were a little out of balance that yes, my work is important, but it's, it will never take priority over my family. And that, that just ripples into how I schedule my days where my time and energy is going within my work and within my home and within my family. So, I mean, again, when I say that working from home and being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart, I just feel like it it can be so beautiful and so amazing, but your priorities are so, so important. Okay, number five, your health is the foundation of your capacity. End of story. I have worked with, I am in circles with so many burnt out entrepreneurs. And again, I have walked that journey, even as a holistic nutritionist and having all the tools. It's hard sometimes to maintain a level of well-being when you're just burning it at both ends because you want to be a great mom. You want to move your business forward or make waves in what you're doing and help more people. But if I have learned anything, it's that our well-being, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, that is the ripple effect in your capacity to actually be able to continue to grow and to scale and to to get better or bigger or whatever it is that your goal is. So if you are not taking care of yourself, full stop, you need to do an inventory, you need to shift some priorities because Getting to the end goal, whatever that end goal is for you as an entrepreneur, will not be worth it if you don't have your health. I don't care what six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure goals you have. 
Your health is wealth. I, I tell you this um, fully knowing that if, if you were to get unwell tomorrow, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. So as you scale your vision and this growth and this desire that's like burning in your heart to be more, do more, want to create beautiful things in this world, you need to know that your foundation is the capacity. You need to take care of yourself. And if you keep making excuses and putting that to the back burner, um, you're going to have a rude awakening one day. I just think it's inevitable over time if you're just going to keep burning it at both ends, okay? So I, that's real talk. Please take care of yourself. Don't lose yourself in the process of building your dreams and going after your goals. It is not worth it. And I believe that God has made you for something so big and beautiful and your story is here to impact lives. I need you to show up fully. You need to be able to show up fully and shine. And you cannot show up exhausted, burnt out, feeling terrible because that ripples out into all areas of your life. And I'm very passionate about that. So please, please take care of yourself as you're building your dreams and going after your goals. Something I wish I would have known along the, the way, number six, there are seasons for all things. There are seasons for all things. And this kind of goes into another idea of just more flow over hustle. I have had the hustle days, okay? I proudly wore a shirt that said hustling mama. I still actually have it. I sleep in it sometimes. Anyways, that I think I wore that as a badge of honor at one point. And not that if you're in a season of hustle and, and working, there's nothing wrong with that because I do admit there are seasons. As I'm starting up her collab co., I also, it's in startup phase, like it is demanding a lot of me, even this podcast, like adding anything new, changing things up, pouring your focus and refining this as you just evolve as an entrepreneur. There are seasons for work, putting in the work, but understanding that you can't have every season be that, again, that kind of goes into the whole capacity. If your health is not there, you're not able to do it. But recognizing that as a work from home mom or an entrepreneur, you cannot be in the hustle all the time. That is never going to work long-term. So just, again, maybe pay attention to where you're at, what your mindset has been around this over however long you've been doing this. More flow over hustle and there are seasons for all things. Number eight, remember why you're doing it. Why are you doing this in the first place? This kind of goes back to priorities as well too, but just remember why you're doing it. And I think for me, anchoring into a morning routine that reminds me of why I'm doing what I'm doing, why this feels like the calling for me, anchors me into how I spend my time. And again, as a work from home, mom or an entrepreneur, your time is so valuable because you are trying to balance all the things and find harmony in that. So being able to anchor into that truth truly is everything because otherwise you will get distracted. You will get so, oh my gosh, you will be reacting all day long. You'll be reacting and responding to what everyone else needs of you if you do not have clarity on where you're going, why you're doing it, and really getting crystal clear on how you're spending your time. 
because you will be pulled in a million different directions all day long and it won't be for what your priorities are. It's going to be reacting and responding to what everyone else thinks that they need of you in that moment. So remember why you're doing it and build in some routines that are going to make you feel connected to that every single day. All right, number nine, I think we're on number nine. Expect the hard stuff, expect the hard seasons, expect that it takes time, expect that there's no such thing as an overnight success. And if you were seeing, okay, maybe there's like 1% of people, they somehow, that that's their their story. Okay, that's great. I'm go, I'm here to tell you that's most likely not going to be your story. I need you to know that, this whole journey, it's actually not what you think the goal is at the end. It re- This is so cliche, but I see this time and time again, every single year, I see this even in my own story. It is who you are becoming in the whole process in this whole journey. That's it. It's like you, you are evolving as a woman, as a mother, as a business owner, as a professional, whatever it is that you do. It's not meant to happen always really fast. Like you were building foundational building blocks and skill sets and belief systems and busting through these paradigms and these this self-talk, like who you're becoming. Becoming an entrepreneur, by the way, is, I say this out over at Her Collab Co. all the time, it is like the ultimate mirror <laughs> on personal and professional development. Like you can't not deal with your own stuff because so many stories come up, so many limiting beliefs. I mean, it's really beautiful as you peel away these layers, but there is no such thing as an overnight success and you need to expect that there will be hard seasons. There will be things that don't work, that fall flat, that just, it's not meant to be. And you need to choose to get up and do it again. Like that's just what this is because as an entrepreneur, nobody is here giving you a blueprint and telling you how to do it, when to do it, what you need to do. That's an intuitive muscle and skill set that you you grow and that gets stronger over time. So if you're looking and admiring what other people are doing on social media or you're like, oh, that looks amazing. They have grit and perseverance that maybe you're not seeing behind the filters or the lenses. And I think it's hard because even as someone who shows up on social media, you're trying to show it all, but it's really hard because you're also living your life and you're trying to build a business or businesses and you're trying to create impact and you're trying to serve your clients and you're trying to like, it's hard sometimes to show the real picture. And maybe that should be a good goal of mine is to show more behind the scenes of what this all really looks and feel like. And again, being an entrepreneur is not for everyone, but I just think sometimes we think it's all light, fluffy, anyone can do it. And I believe if this is on your heart, you can do it. Like 100%, you can do this, but you need to expect that it's not going to be easy. You, If you expect the hard, I just wanna validate that for you if this is what a season that you're in right now. Like, it's not meant to be easy. I've had seasons where, I had seasons where two businesses like literally fell apart, fell apart in ways that I wasn't expecting. And it all ended up being beautiful and perfect and the timing was brilliant. And it is now that I look back what it was meant to be. But in the season of that, it was so hard to understand why that was happening. So expect the hard stuff, okay? (laughs) And if you're not where you think you want to be, that's okay. You're continuing to learn, grow, expand your capacity and that's beautiful and that's perfect. 
Number 10, everyone is figuring it out. Don't think that the people that have gone before you or that you admire that have maybe reached a level of success that you think is really desirable, that they had it all figured out. They didn't. Every, nobody feels ready to take scary leaps. Nobody has it all figured out at all, okay? So I think that that was always very validating to me when I had conversations with people that were like, no, I'm, I really don't really know what I'm doing. Like I'm just continuing to move and make the next right step or take the next right step and do what feels right. And I always know that I will figure it out. And that's a mindset that is so, so important to just know that you will persevere. You have the grit, you have the tools, you have the knowing deep within you to figure it out even when it doesn't make sense to other people. Okay, number 11, you guys, I'm like jumping around. I'm very excited about this conversation. But number 11, ask for help where you need. If you think you're going to do this alone, like yes, there are seasons that as a solopreneur, you are doing it all. And I get it, like, believe me, right now with her Collabco, I am the CEO, CFO, the janitor, <laughs> like, all the things, the event planner, the social media, like, hi, I'm doing it all. And so there does come a point though, even in the last couple months where I'm like, I'm now asking for help. And because I'm recognizing that I can't do everything. So there will be a season as a solopreneur when if you are working more in your business than on your business, that's a really good indication that you might be in kind of this growth mode where you need to ask for help. And there's a lot of ways to be very creative with this. Sometimes it's hiring out, maybe sometimes it's exchanging services with somebody. Um, but anyways, asking for help. And maybe that's just within your home with your kids, just to give you a bit more time. I don't know what that is for you, um, but asking for help when needed is a really, really beautiful quality as an entrepreneur, being able to recognize because otherwise, gosh, we do not show up as our best selves, right? You feel irritable, you might feel angry, you feel overwhelmed, and it just comes out in places that you don't want. And again, the priorities of why we're doing this in the first place, it's not, it's not a good look. <laughs> and again, I've walked that. So just ask for help when needed and just be honest, right? Um, communication is key every single time. Okay, number 12, you need, you need, this is essential, you need a supportive community. Building a business, being an entrepreneur for the mental health of you and your overall happiness and well-being, you need to find community. You are not meant to build a business, create this impact that's on your heart by yourself. Don't do that, okay? There are so many supportive communities and maybe it's not a large group, but maybe it's a small group. Maybe it's a couple of people who are also entrepreneurs or ambitious professionals. That is the upgrade, okay? That is why I created Her Collabco because I desired that so deeply. And you know that feeling when you go to an event or you go to a workshop or you sign up for a a mastermind or a masterclass or something when you're in this space of entrepreneurship, there's all of that. And it's so amazing. And that feeling, that like high that you have after, you're on fire, like literally you're on fire because you're surrounding yourself with people, with people that get it and they get you. They, they're also motivated and inspired and they're lit up. Like they're, they're living life with urgency. 
find that in your everyday life. Find a person. And I'm not saying, I, you know, sometimes hiring a coach or finding yourself into a paid community like that is definitely worth it. 100% that's worth it. I feel like I've said 100% a lot. Anyways, it's definitely worth it. But that is why I created a space like Her Collab Co. So wherever you live, just find community. Start reaching out to people if you don't already have that. Or maybe you need to be the person that's creating it. I mean, I felt like I needed to create something to bring women together. And it's so brilliant and so rewarding and so validating because we get to have these conversations every single day. And then you know that what you're going through is very normal, you know, and you can grow faster because people have been there before and they have that perspective. So if you are a work from home entrepreneur, you need a supportive community. And further to that point, number 13, I think it's 13, get out of your home environment and stretchy pants. Okay. It's always a good idea. Before I had her collab co, I would go to coffee shops a couple times a week. You need to get out of your home environment because the reality is you're being distracted most likely by the to-dos in your home, the people in your home. And again, we're doing this so that we can work from home. We're doing like, that's the intention. But when you switch up your environment, and I know there's science to this and I should probably dig up some of that, but there is a science to this of what switching up your environment will do. Your productivity is going to shoot up, your creativity, your feeling inspired in what you're doing. It's good for the soul. It's good for the mind. So if you're somebody who's constantly sitting down at your kitchen table and doing the same thing every single day, get out of routine. Push yourself to get out of routine. You never know. I mean, I had some of the most brilliant conversations in coffee shops. I would see people. It actually helped me to grow my brand overall because I was meeting new people all the time. And so, yes, you have to have boundaries when you're going into a coffee shop of like doing the work, not just chatting all the time. But there is something so beautiful about getting out of your environment, busting out of your routine getting dressed up for a day, you know, again, it doesn't have to be something like way over the top, but get out of your stretchy pants, put on a nice set of clothes that make you feel good, do your skincare and put on maybe a little fresh, clean makeup um, that make you feel good or do your hair, you know, like it's those little things that help us to take what we're building seriously And I know that firsthand that that was very, very important to me. If you are in our area and can come into our co-working space, I mean, you can come and work with us for a day, try it out. But there's lots of beautiful co-working spaces all over the world that you could get yourself into. And that's a brilliant way to find yourself into community, break up your routine and get out of your home environment once in a while. And maybe it's the goal is one day a week. Like there's a lot of people at our space that will come one day a week, maybe two days a week, but it is that switching up that feels really good. We often find that we work on different tasks. Like it's great to, when I go into the space, for example, I'm not usually doing the day-to-day tasks of my business. I'm working on my business and some of the bigger projects that I'm trying to move forward. And switching things up is really, really good. Like I cannot emphasize that enough. Okay, that was number 13. And then the last one I had for you, number 14, this is a top 14 list. You will fail forward. You will have great ideas. You're going to have ideas that flop. You're gonna host events that nobody shows up to. People won't always buy your programs or your services, and it's okay. 
That's part of the process. And then further to that point, it's okay if that as you're building a side hustle or your, and again, I don't love the word hustle, but I think you understand what I'm saying, like another revenue stream or you're dipping your toe into entrepreneurship, or maybe the goal really is to replace your full-time income. It is okay to hold on to your job until you get to that point. It's okay to pick up a part-time job while you're building this dream life and business that's on your heart, that's okay. I don't think we see that enough on social media. And I think a lot of people quit, you know, the other stuff and put, have so much pressure on making this work so fast that it's just unrealistic. And it creates stress within their homes, obviously. So I'm here to tell you, if you're somebody who's getting started or you are really wanting to, to start that next step of building something like that. It's okay to keep your full-time gig. You're gonna have to find pockets of time to build the thing, plan the thing, and get started. But if somebody has made you feel like that is not okay, I'm not okay with that, okay? Building a, a, a business, a brand that you love does take time. And if you're if it's taking some time, it's because you're doing it the right way, in my opinion. So, If you're somebody that thinks that you have to quit your full-time job or you can't pick up something on the side to generate some revenue as you're building out what you're creating, gosh, please don't, don't do that to your family. Don't do that to yourself. Like that is something that I think sometimes is not shown on social media. And yes, every family's position is very, very different, but I need to, to validate that because I've seen that happen time and time again, where people have so much pressure for it to work so fast that it's just very unrealistic, um, what their expectation is. Okay. So I feel like we could talk so much more about each individual point and this podcast is getting a little longer than I like them to be, but I just hope that if you are somebody who is working from home, you are an entrepreneur, you have dreams of becoming an entrepreneur, this is kind of like pulling away the veil on on what it really is like a little bit. And I hope that maybe I could even pull this into some social media a little bit more just to show you. But if you have questions or there's just something that kind of lands from this conversation today, come and say hi over on Instagram. I love hearing from you over there if you're listening to the podcast. Being able to go to work on something that feels you feel really called to that feels really good and is creating impact and income like there is nothing that feels better to me i mean it lights me up and it lights me up seeing other women step forward in confidence in what they're creating as well too Um, but it's not for the faint of heart okay and if you are in a hard season or maybe this season for you is really abundant and beautiful like there's so many ways to have the right mindset, but I think we have to be honest with what it takes sometimes, and I don't know if we do such a great job of showing that side of it. So I hope that this conversation just validates maybe where you're at right now, and I just really wanna encourage you to find community, know that you're not doing it alone. There's season for all things, your priorities matter, and um, I hope that this top 14 list can kind of just give you a little perspective of, of what it's like and, and meet you where you're at if you're somebody who's going after some big goals and dreams. So 
Happy Monday, you guys. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week. Go get it. I would love to see you on Wednesday for our wellness workshop, wellness session. It's going to be a lot of fun. And really, at the end of the day, it's just equipping you with ways to build health in your home and um, have a really abundant fall and winter because we all know when you have kids, there's a lot of things you come up against and nourishment really is such a beautiful foundation. And as you know, I was saying that too today, the health of even you and your business and your ability to go after your goals and dreams, health is the foundation for your capacity. So this is something that's going to apply to every single one in your home. I'm really gonna leave now. Love you guys so much. Thanks so much for listening. Have a beautiful start to the week and I will catch you back here on Thursday. Thanks for listening, friend. If this podcast inspired you or helped you in some way today, I would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode, share the love with a friend or fellow entrepreneur, and tag me on Instagram, natashabell.co. I'd love to know what landed for you, what you're taking action on, or what you want more of. My hope is that you can grab a hold of what landed for you from today's episode and release the rest. And hey, would you mind taking 30 seconds to leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Have a beautiful day, my friend, and I cannot wait to chat with you again soon as we create a community centered on well-being, raising each other up, and stepping forward in confidence in our purpose.